Hi everyone and welcome back to my podcast about wisdom and I'm Eloise and I am your host and in this uh, second part of a little series on tarot cards um, I'm going to be talking to you quite briefly about the way, just picking up on the way I use the cards and why you might be interested to use them and how you might start weaving them into your kind of wellness or like self-analysis and self-development practices if you have like your own things that you're up to in your life and then I'm going to pull a card for you and tell you how I would interpret it. So that is what's going to happen and I really hope you enjoy it. So in the last episode um, I was basically talking about the history and development of the tarot card deck and I also talked a little bit about how I use the cards Um, And just to recap for you, um, I actually don't use them in a kind of psychic or predictive or fortune telling way. I actually use the cards almost like a um, self-development practice. They're kind of part of my general routine when I do like journaling or meditation or intention setting or something like that. And I find they're a really interesting tool to like get to know myself a little bit better. And I love working with them. with other people for that reason and almost kind of like a therapy like a therapeutic technique and I mentioned in the last episode like um, Jungian therapy and and the kind of roots of um, archetypal analysis that the cards can have so um, having said all that I wanted to tell you how you might want to use them in your own personal practice I'm a tiny bit distracted by my extremely aggressive washing machine, but hopefully <laughs> hopefully it's not too distracting for you guys. It's so loud. Um, anyway, basically, I would recommend getting a deck for yourself if you are interested. And I think I mentioned in the last podcast that it would be good to maybe have an initial reading with someone, um, not to make this a marketing opportunity because I actually don't read that much for people like I don't really advertise it or anything but um, if you are interested just head to my Instagram it's on my link tree there's just like a little link to book a calendar appointment with me um, just like a 15 minute chat about how you might want to read the cards and also I'll pull some cards for you so you can see what they look like um, but yeah you might just want to start by familiarizing yourself with the structure and the kind of imagery of the pack and then you can do something like a daily card pull where every single day you're pulling a card from the pack and you're just seeing kind of what it says and the symbols that it kind of brings up for you the imagery that it um, like brings to mind and you can sometimes either you know from the imagery you might come up with some kind of question for yourself like a self-development or self-analysis question Um, or you might be able to like look up in a book of interpretation or like online somewhere although be very cautious obviously with everything you read online I mean that's just a life lesson but um, yeah you might be able to find some information about what that card traditionally is associated with and then you can ask yourself some kind of intention setting thing or like some kind of um, self-development question where you're just like figuring out your life a little bit um so here's an example like if you pulled a card that symbolizes 
um, like let's say the chariot, which is one of the major kind of character cards, like I mentioned in the other episode, that the pack is divided into these kind of more minor um, cards with pictures and numbers, and then the major cards, which are like the archetypal cards, and they're spelling out this journey of life. Um, and the chariot kind of uh, symbolizes like forward movement, like really fast progress. You know that feeling of like when you're starting a project and it just starts to build momentum and like you're pushing for a while and then suddenly it feels like oh yeah you're on you know you've got some kind of speed behind you that's kind of the chariot card um and so if you like pull that and like completely a random out of the pack in the morning you might want to ask yourself you know where in my life do i feel like things are picking up momentum and what should i do about that like not asking the cards necessarily but like asking like asking yourself you know like what do I need to do to stay in control and on top of this project what do I need to do to maybe um you know pace myself a little bit so I don't burn out or feel exhausted what do I need to do to have some accountability or some responsibility over this thing in my life that's kind of picking up speed and it doesn't have to be a project that's just one example could be like a relationship that suddenly feels like it's a little bit out of your control or you don't like you know the pace of it feels like a little bit yeah you get the idea so um yeah, it's more like a self-development or self-analysis tool than anything else. And actually I had this question on Instagram um, a while back with someone saying like, someone asked a question and I like gave an answer. And then that person was like, yeah, that's fair, like to use the cards in that way. But I don't really think that I need to. And I think that's a really valid point actually, because with all of these techniques, tools and techniques, like human beings are so, completely unique and individual that of course like well-being techniques and tools and tips and advice isn't going to be uniform for everyone it would just be a very simplistic world if everyone was like oh we'll just have a meditation practice and read a tarot card and I'll be on my way and life life is great I think this is one of a variety of tools that you can use to become more connected to who you actually are to what you want, to what's going on in your life, to the things that you maybe haven't been paying attention to, whether intentionally or unintentionally, to the things that maybe have passed you by because you're moving so fast through the world and you're so busy and there's so much to do and so many emails to answer. <laughs> um, this is one tool that helps you with that kind of thing, can help you. Other tools might be talking to your partner, talking to your family, um, journaling, like writing something, doesn't have to be like a meditation journal, can just literally be writing on a piece of paper, how you're feeling or what you're thinking, could be a creative project, making music, art, cooking, going for a long walk, talking to yourself in the shower, I don't know, like, what? <laughs> I don't know if you do that, that might be one technique. Um, what I'm saying is that this is not for everyone and I don't think it needs to be. So that is the answer to that question. You know, people use different techniques and this is one that happens to work for me. And I actually think the reason it works for me, and this might be interesting um, to see if you have this kind of brain as well, is that I like to have structure when I'm trying to figure myself out. 
And self-development or self-analysis and self-investigation, mm, let's say, um, is kind of intangible and feels kind of chaotic at times because it's quite hard to figure yourself out, especially if you're doing it on your own and we're changing all the time, we're evolving, we're thinking different things, you know, our lives are changing all the time. So to have some kind of structure um, and that could be therapy and you know that's definite like existential therapy is something that I've really benefited from in the past as well so it could be that or it could be you know sitting down and having a structured conversation with someone that you trust um, but it also could be playing around with tools like this like a card that has some imagery on it that prompts a question that makes you think about something that makes you take a decision or you know realign your life in some kind of way. So <laughs> that was a ramble about why it might be important to you. And now there will be a reading from a book that I have in front of me called Introduction... No, what is it called? Hang on. It is called Tarot and the Archetypal Journey. And then the subtitle is The, the Jungian Path from Darkness to Light. And so it's a kind of psychology book about like the kind of archetypes and meanings behind the tarot cards. And I'm going to read you a little paragraph, if I can find what I was actually going to say. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so it's basically saying that the tarot symbols appeal to or speak to a deep layer of our unconscious mind. Um, and this in psychology is sometimes um, known as the part of the mind that is not considered the intellect. Um, and it's not necessarily considered logical, um, but it's like this unconscious, deep, um, instinctive mind that we all have. And then the book goes on to say, each philosophical system is merely an attempt on the part of the intellect, so that's kind of our rational mind, to create a logical order out of the seeming chaos uh, that arises from the unconscious. Um, and then it says intellectual categories are a way of systematizing. Is that how you say that word? I feel like it is. Um, our experience of the nonverbal world. So it's basically saying that all of these kind of um, categories and the archetypes and the narratives that we put on our unconscious thoughts is just a way of making sense of chaos. And, you know, not to make this like, a theology class but that is one of the impulses that always comes out of these things like theology and also philosophy but like really strongly in things like religion where you're seeing a real attempt to put order on something that is inherently like you know maybe greater than the order that we impose on it yeah <laughs> so you might have your own thoughts about that so I'm going to read a card for you and I don't know if this will be really good like ASMR or whether it will be just annoying that I'm that you're getting the noise from the cards but here we go I've got them out and I'm just going to shuffle them a little bit sorry if that was annoying and then I'm just going to pick the one off the top which is so the one that I've pulled is the Ace of Pentacles. Um, and so this isn't one of the major character cards. This is one of the minor cards. So even though it looks kind of fancy because it's an Ace card, so they look a bit more interesting sometimes. Um, 
it's actually not one of the kind of archetypal journey cards that kind of show up sometimes and they're kind of the big ones but this is a good one okay so pentacles as we spoke about last time if you've got the deck in front of you and I don't know if I mentioned this but the one that I have and that I would maybe recommend to start with is the Rider Waite tarot deck and if I remember unlikely I will put this in the uh, episode description if I don't remember quite likely um, please drop me a message on Instagram or email me and I will endeavour to uh, write it down for you. The Ace of Pentacles, um, so yeah, sorry, Pentacles are um, like a little star shape, a five point star and a star within like a circle. <laughs> and uh, the Ace is obviously the first, you know, like number one of the kind of sequence. So just working on really basic imagery here, you've got a hand. <laughs> I hadn't really thought through how I was gonna describe this on a podcast. It's not great like podcasting, is it? Like describe a picture. I'll just tell you really quickly and then also maybe Google it. Like you will have a phone in front of you, let's be honest. Um, so maybe have a little Google, see what it looks like. It's a hand coming out of a cloud, <laughs> holding this pentacle thing, which is like the star symbol. And the pentacle um, is a symbol of material kind of wealth or financial gain, sometimes a sign of abundance. It's kind of like the economic or the material card. And the number one in the sequence is often symbolizing the beginning of something. So, you know, the commencement of a new start or, you know, the new, yeah, the new beginning of like a sequence of something. So here, this could symbolize, um, you know, the start of a new financial uh, phase for you or for someone close to you. Um, it could symbolize the end of something as well, because like obviously beginnings always come straight after endings. And it could symbolize um, a good thing, like hope in the future, or it could symbolize like just a different thing. So the cards aren't necessarily inherently negative or positive. They might symbolize, they might kind of go in both ways. So if I pull this card in the morning, oh, sorry, I'm like holding a, a giant stack of cards here. If I pulled this card in the morning, I would, and it doesn't have to be the morning, by the way, I don't know why I keep saying that. I would say to myself, um, <laughs> or I would write down or set as an, as an intention, what kind of financial like future is ahead for me? Do I feel like I'm starting a new path? Um, do I feel like a new kind of financial phase is needed in my life? And maybe for many of us, we've been going through like weird pandemic um, situations with finances, maybe you're self-employed and things have been really tough this year. So maybe a new financial beginning is something that's needed. Um, maybe you're like totally financially stable and this kind of doesn't resonate for you at all. If that's the case, maybe think beyond kind of the interpretation of finances. What about a new material, like something material, even like a new possessions or, um, you know, at like maybe moving house or something that's quite kind of physical and grounded. Um, yeah, and then maybe I would have that question for myself. So for me, kind of, I guess a new financial phase is quite relevant because I am leaving my job, as you guys know, um, to kind of take a career break and do different things. Also tune in for, <laughs> I was gonna say next week, I don't know if it will be next week, but the next episode will be a careers related podcast. So that's just a little promotion. 
Um, yes. So for me, that does resonate. And the idea of kind of a new financial like beginning is definitely something I'm considering as I come into self-employment. So then once I have that kind of broad question, I would think to myself, is there anything I need to do materially or like physically to kind of trigger myself into some kind of action? Like, can I use this to tap into something in reality? So for me, it might be a reminder to, yeah, like I actually probably do need to get an accountant. I probably do need to set up a self-employed pension. I probably do need to figure out my budget, blah, 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 blah. I knew those things already. However, pulling that card in the morning, (laughs) I don't know why I keep saying, (laughs) I don't know why I keep saying it in the morning. Pulling that card um, helps me to remind myself of these things. So the idea, I guess, the way I use the cards is as little trigger points to remind myself of like quite practical things sometimes. Sometimes it's not as practical as like call an accountant. Sometimes it's more like maybe fix this relationship or, you know, text your parents or like do this or do that. Um, Yeah, so you get the idea. I think that was enough of an explanation. (laughs) Um, Hopefully it was helpful. And yeah, as always, if you have any questions, um, let me know. Please, 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 if you enjoyed this, um, you can rate, you can review, and you could even subscribe. And you could even share it on Instagram or another social media platform of your choice. Um, And the next episode will be the careers episode. So I really hope you come back for that. And that's all. So thank you so much for listening and speak to you guys soon. Bye.